Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is off. Today we are joined by political scientists from Sonoma State University, Dr. David McEwen. As we all know, the Biden administration has been in office now for a full year, and the president's popularity, along with that of the Democratic brand, has taken a hit with voters. We've also seen redistricting taking place in California, which shifts the lines for congressional districts. All of this happening as we make our way to primary elections in June and midterm general elections in November. So, Professor, are you getting a sense of what things are going to look like for Democrats uh, here in California and across the country? Well, good afternoon, Jeff and Patty. And as, as we look at what's happening in California, California is going to lose one congressional House seat that's really in southern L.A. County. There's going to be a collapse of districts there. But while most of the concentration has been what's happening on the Republican side and Donald Trump's role in Republican primaries, in California, we're starting to see some shuffling and some changes due to term limits and other factors in certain districts. So today we wanted to take a look uh, on the Democratic side to see what's happening in a Democratic primary with a newcomer and someone who's also putting forward new issues against a well-entrenched incumbent. So it'd be an interesting conversation. We're going to start that conversation right now. We're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Erica Rhodes, a Democratic candidate for Congress in the 32nd Congressional District in Southern California. Thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon. You're challenging a longtime incumbent, Representative Brad Sherman, in a newly drawn congressional district. What do you see as the key issues in the race right now? Hi, thank you so much for having me. So, um, in our district, the number one, con- I say the number two, con- top two concerns are the increase in homelessness in our um, community and education. Um, as you know, that we have encampments in our community, um, a lot of people that are unhoused, and they're looking for meaningful, new, creative ways to address this increase in homelessness. And obviously, with um, the pandemic and kids not being in school for a long length of time, what does that mean for their children? So I would say those are the top two issues. Erica, thanks for joining us today. And one area that you've talked about in the past is related to consumer financial education. That, that issue has included a focus on cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, and Representative Sherman's been a big critic of that. Why do you see that particular issue as important in this race? So um, I am have always been pro-financial literacy in schools. I think that when kids leave high school, they should have um, a robust understanding of personal finance. Um, and so what ended up happening was um, you've seen this emergence of blockchain technology, innovations, and uh, people investing in Bitcoin 
because of our current banking system. So when the pandemic hit, a lot of the banks didn't waive their fees and people are pretty much fed up with that. And I don't believe that uh, cashing or a pawn shop should be anyone's financial institution. And I do foresee um, Bitcoin and blockchain technology being of the future. Um, 60% of people that own Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency are people of color. One in six people have um, a form of crypto, specifically Bitcoin. And I think Brad Sherman taking the position of trying to ban it and regulating it um, is a, a poor move. It's going to be as big of it as the internet and it's going to be future job creation. So I think that's why people care about it. As we mentioned in our lead-in to you, President Biden is marking his first year in office and uh, getting some mixed report cards. Where do you weigh in on what he has been able to accomplish and what he has not? I appreciate um, Biden in the beginning of his term and really making um, passing COVID relief a priority. Um, We're seeing that he's not able to get legislation through that people want to see happen, like voting rights. I think... Um, that's a frustration that we're having. But I also want to say that that's not just on Biden, but it's also who we put in office. Um, we, ha- we see Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin not wanting to pass these things. So what does that mean for the Democratic Party? That means that we need to start primarying these, these um, elected officials and people like Guy Sherman, who just are complacent that are not passing meaningful legislation or introducing bills and advocating things for things. I think this is a time where new people like myself, like an everyday person, is going to be um, a huge asset for the Democratic Party. And I think that's why we have acquired so much momentum. We've received donations from all 50 states. And we are viewed as one of the um, biggest challenges we've had in 12 years. So I think people just want something new. And I think the like Biden and the Democrats really have to rethink their messaging as well. I think it's not landing with people. I'm interested on a more personal level. What motivated you to run against a well-known and well-funded member like uh, Representative Sherman? I really love that you asked that question. So for those that don't know, I'm an elementary school teacher. I teach K-6 grade science. And during the pandemic, I just felt like nobody was advocating for our young people. Um, What they were experiencing was traumatic. And then we also had a lot of civic unrest, a lack of civil discourse. And I just felt it was time for new leadership. And so I don't look at it as much as fighting, like running against Brad Sherman. I look at it for fighting for things like foster care reform. Um, education reform, modernizing our education system, you know, supporting our small businesses and just being a voice of reason, someone that's willing to work across the aisle and just can relate to everyday people. And is Brad Sherman well-funded? Sure, because he takes money from all the big banks, corporate packs, pawn shops, tech casting places that keep people impoverished, where you have someone like me that works full-time as a teacher that's raised over a quarter of a million dollars just by everyday people. And I think we don't realize how important campaign finance reform is until you have someone like me running because it shouldn't be that way. And I also want to just underscore that just because an incumbent has a lot of money doesn't mean that they're going to be the winner. I think people woke up during the pandemic. They saw how important the legislators are and people are salivating for new representation. And so I'm honored to be in this race 
And I'm looking forward to hopefully debating Brad Sherman on these issues and being um, the representative of the 32nd District. Well, thank you for talking to us. Erica Rhodes, candidate for Congress in Congressional District 32. Also, thanks to Dr. David McEwen. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.